0: This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 575 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by EquestrianCollections.com for a world of choices in equestrian shopping. Jen here and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from Reese Kuffler-Stanfield, international dressage competitor. Reese is a young and upcoming star in the dressage here in U.S. and a popular coach and clinician. Her students are dressage enthusiasts as well as event riders who are out to improve their dressage scores as well as their overall performances. Today's tip is a little bit about fitting the bit. But first, a word about today's sponsor, EquestrianCollections.com. When you need to resupply, replace, update, or invest in the stuff that makes your horse life possible, stop by EquestrianCollections.com first. Browse through some 7,000 boot choices from great brands like Ariat, Boggs, Mountain Horse, Ovation, Smoky Mountain, and more. Outfit yourself in the latest and the greatest and don't forget your horse, equestriancollections.com offers some 400 blankets, sheets, and coolers from Buckus, Amigo, and Rambo by Horseware, Hug, Kensington, Triple Crown, Custom, and Weather Vita, just to name a few. Your horse will be warm and dry and stylish this winter. Not sure what type of saddle pad you want? Well, go to Equestrian Collections because they have over 600 different choices. No matter whether you ride English, Western, or bareback around the backyard, EquestrianCollections.com has the most amazing selection of brand-name products you are going to find anywhere. So stop by today, EquestrianCollections.com. Now, enjoy today's tip. And Reese Kofler-Stanfield, our favorite dressage champion, is here today with us to give us another tip on something clever. And something really, really needed that everybody's going to go. oh, I'm so glad she brought that up. So, what is it
1: going to be today? We're going to talk about bidding and bidding kind of tips and issues that go along with uh, finding the correct bit with your for your horse. Ooh. I know this is a big one. It's a big. That's it's, a big one. We could do about thirty tips yeah, on we that. We could. We could. So this is we're going to hit a high level with the tips. Okay, we're going to go this time. We're going to go the big picture. Yeah, the big okay. picture. So. Bidding issues, you know, horses—it's—it's just like finding the perfect sweater or pair of jeans. You know, everybody has something different that they like about them. There's certain kind of jeans out there that you would start with, and you can get more specific as you get. A little more specific on what your gene je- you want your jeans to do. That's kind of the way. Oh, I we're think. going we're going with the what not to wear angle yeah. here. I <laughs> know, no. <laughs> just an analogy. But um, you know, Clint Bits and Kelly would be so proud. I know they would. <laughs> I should <actually> probably, yeah. <laughs> but so with Bits, um, first of all, I want to always check the horse's teeth. This is important. You know, again, whenever I have any issue that comes up, I want to make sure that there's absolutely no medical issue with the horse. Right. First
0: and foremost, make sure that you're dealing with the right problem. You can change right. bits till you're blue in the face and if there's something going on in his mouth...
1: Right, exactly. They have a hook or,
0: you know... I mean, there can be ulcers. I mean, there can be all kinds of issues with and bits. And you know what amazes me, and this is a little bit off the topic, but having just experienced this myself with my horse, Beaker, it's amazing how bad their teeth can be. And they don't really tell you. No, they sound fat. He's got an appetite yep. like a rhinoceros. He will <laughs> eat anything in his way. He's shiny, he's healthy, he doesn't really have, quote, bit issues, he would have some bending issues and stuff, but he didn't quit his feet, you know, he didn't throw his feet, none of those things happen. So if you've got a horse that leans, a horse that doesn't bend one
1: way, a horse that, whatever is going on at the bit, do not overlook Yeah, the the teeth. I mean, I think that's always the place that I start. I want to know that they are, okay, there's no hooks or, you know, anything going on in the mouth. And we have some horses in training. There, every six months, they need to be checked. Well, especially yeah. the young ones. There's mm-hmm. a lot going on in the there, teeth and when yeah, they're younger. There yeah. is so, and and so that's going to play into it. You Definitely, know, yeah. uh, on what bit you're going to use, and then, you know, for a dressage horse, uh, you know, you've got your snaffles and you've got your KK snaffles. Uh, we don't have a huge amount of bits that we can use um, because the rule book restricts. Right, you have to use a snaffle, and in the
0: English business, snaffle is re- is a bit that has a Mouthpiece that is either jointed or not, right? And a ring on the outside, there's right. no what you would call a shank, right? And that can be a little confusing for folks because sure. in the Western sure. business, um, there are certain types of curb bits, a bit with a shank, right? That are referred to as snaffle,
1: mm. okay? So, so see be a little see you bit learn confusing. something new every day, even um, doing your tips, fre- yeah. frequently
0: a tom thumb snaffle or training snaffle. Is a jointed mouthpiece mm-hmm. with a, a medium-length shank. In mm-hmm. um, if that was to be applied to a horse of an English discipline, that would be referred to as a curb bit. Right, exactly. Um, but and it's not always it's not, so. If yeah. in, is in the English business, mm-hmm. a snaffle right. with a joint or two joints in it is sure. considered your kind of your basic That's run-of-the-mill your basic,
1: yeah. station wagon yep, bit. Exactly, and you know I always start my horses there, even my young horses. Um, I'm not a big. I don't like a lot of. Um, Metal like I don't like them really fat because I think that gets really uncomfortable for them, but um uh, th- uh what I like to do is start with that I want to make sure I have the proper size you know I think uh, that's that's so big too. how do you know the proper size left to right well you want to make sure that there's not too much play on either side of the horse's mouth you know if, what I do is I put them on and I have some bits that are certain sizes you know I have a five I have a five and a half and mm. I and I'm a <laughs> I like bits, so I have I have a huge bit box. So I have some bits that I know of the sizes of them. Mm-hmm. I can always measure them. So we we have a, a tape as well. And um then you want to make sure when you measure the when you put the bit in the horse's mouth that there's not too much play on either side of the mouth. You so know? how
0: much is enough?
1: Well, you know, obviously, is, it, don't is don't a want pinky finger too much on each side? I think a pinky finger is is plenty. Any more than that, especially you want to make sure if you pull on one side that there's not too much mm-hmm. bit that sticks out of the other side of the horse's mouth mm-hmm. so again it needs to fit snug but not too snug
0: i, was, I used to use a pencil on each side Yeah, pinky I think fingers seemed to be too big yeah I but think, pencils seemed to work better for me
1: yeah that's that's good i mean i think you just have to look at it and and there are lots of books and literature out there mm-hmm. or your trainer you know i i i more look at them myself mm-hmm. and um you know, kind of see where they are. Mm-hmm. They also have some items you can get to measure the, the horse's Those bed. fancy little bit-sizers yeah, and stuff? Yeah, those yep. are great. I actually, I always say when I'm shopping I need to get one just to have them because mm-hmm. I think they're really helpful. Um, so you can use those. Your mm-hmm. local tack shop um, should be able to help you with that. Um, so you've got to get the right size. Right. Those teeth are healthy. Right you've get the right bit. size. Right, exactly. Okay. When we use a curb bit, that's a double bridle. We use two bits in dressage, and that's, that's a lot of metal. It's a lot of metal. It starts at third level or higher, um, and at the FEI, the international levels, they have to be in a double bridle, and that's that's a whole other tip. Uh, but all together, all together, yeah. that's a whole another issue. And so
0: when you put
1: um, the bit in their mouth, you've got mm-hmm. the right size,
0: right? In the English disciplines. Mm-hmm the bit fits up against their lips a little bit different Mm -hmm. than in the Western. So in the English disciplines, how is that going to fit up against
1: the little lip? When is it tight enough and when is it too tight? (laughs) Well, if they feel like there's, uh, you know, their lips are being spread out, that's too tight. Okay. You know, their lips need to fit nice and softly against the bit. So do you have a wrinkle in their lip, yeah. You well, a lot of people like two wrinkles, Two? You know, just okay. two, so that the the cheek pieces aren't pulling the bit up too much mm-hmm. in the horse's mouth. Okay. Mm-hmm. So compared
0: to a curb bit on a western horse, it generally touches, but I know, it doesn't I don't, wrinkle. I,
1: I don't know about it, it. touches, but doesn't wrinkle. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. So um, we want we want two wrinkles, okay. and then you also want to make sure your cheek pieces aren't too tight or too loose. And too loose is if you can pull them off the horse's face the two pieces of the bridle of the bridle and that's gonna again a proper fitting bridle leads to a proper fitting bit so Uh yeah so you really have to be careful that you know i have some people that uh, this happens a lot they'll get a new horse and they want to use the same bridle sometimes you can't (laughs) Sometimes the horse, it, your new horse it is just either, doesn't fit. Doesn't fit. And, and so, you know, it's either too small or too large, or you have keepers or, or pieces of the bridle that are sticking out too much, and that's a problem. So there are very, very economical bridles out there now, so you can get one. Mm-hmm. So just make sure that you have a proper fitting bridle. Okay, so yours. you've got the right width of bridle, mm-hmm.
0: and you've got it fitted up against his little lips, mm-hmm. the corners of his mouth properly. Right. Okay. Um, diameter of the bit. Is there such a thing as a
1: bit that's too fat
0: in the diameter? Yeah,
1: that's what I was saying earlier with when um, they're too, too big around. Too big around. I mean, it's How just, can you tell when it's too big around for your horse? You know, I, the, the old style bits were really big around and, and they were heavy. Um, I think we have much better metals now. You know we mm-hmm. use either German silver or Aragon, which are nice metals there come from Germany, come from overseas, and there's also just a regular silver snaffle which which is fine too mm-hmm. um and they're lighter uh some some horses need a heavier bit again, you sort of mm-hmm. have to know that about your horse and mm-hmm. it's always helpful to have either a trainer or a friend that has lots of different bits if you if you need to try so does the
0: interior shape of the horse's palate how high the palate is or how high the roof of his mouth is and how fat his tongue is that's what decides whether or not
1: he can deal with a large diameter versus a small diameter right and i you know i have never had a horse that can really deal with a large diameter very well so i always start with a medium Mm -hmm. uh in the catalogs a lot of bits are really thin and really thin bits can be very harsh bits so you have to be careful that you don't get something that's too thin. So you want or big enough thick.
0: to be kind, but not right. so fat to
1: make your mouth horse's mouth uncomfortable. Right. It's just like if you were to, you know, have your mouth around something that's really, really wide. It's very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Same thing for horses. And again, the palate size, the horses, the size of their actual mouth makes a difference. Because mm-hmm. um, you can have a horse that wears a five and three quarter bit,
0: but if he's got a, if the roof of his mouth is very flat, sure combine it with a fat tongue oh it'd be very uncomfortable you would you wouldn't want to have a bit of a large diameter then, right. would you
1: right exactly because it'd be very very uncomfortable for them so that would kind of create problems so that horse may need a thinner bit um you also have the size in a snaffle you have the size of the rings in a loose ring snaffle do so you have a kind of a burdoon that's uh, that little tiny one the that little tiny you use one? two at a time right okay. you can use it as a regular, oh okay, yeah, you can. It's it's some horses like I have a pony and she has a smaller, uh, di- you know, the ring of the bit smaller, um, versus a a bigger horse maybe that doesn't work so well. So oh so yeah. the size of the ring mm-hmm, it does before. matter. But I always start I always start everybody in a loose ring snaffle with just one single joint and just to see how they are. And then if I feel like I need a little bit more adjusting, um, and the horse doesn't like the action of the bit hitting mm-hmm. their tongue um you know hitting the tongue in the roof of the mouth and uh then i'll go to the um kk snaffle which is the one that has a nice soft uh, it's a it's double jointed yeah, double jointed the
0: joint goes at a particular angle mm-hmm. to be kinder to the inside of the horse's mouth right it doesn't poke
1: yeah so i those are my two bits that i start with so you whenever mm-hmm. you change bits mm-hmm.
0: you change um, you were. Plain old, boring, loose ring snaffle. That's right. the one with a ring that goes round and round on it. Right, exactly. Um, it's single-jointed. And yep. I'm not real happy with how the horse goes in that. Then you're going to go, okay, I'm going to change the mouthpiece, but the right. ring is going to stay the, the same. The ring is going to stay the same. change one thing, thing at a time. At a time. Exactly. I think that's key because a lot of folks will go, oh, well, I'm just going to get a double-jointed
1: full cheek. Right. Well... well yeah. <laughs> Change one ingredient right. at a time. Because the full cheek has a different action. Very different than a loose ring. And right. And it and it we use it on young horses for turning. You know, if we need a full cheek, we need a little bit more pressure. That's mm-hmm. where we go. So there are great books out there. They're great resources. There are people that, that that's what they do for a living is bidding. And hmm. so if I really have some questions, I, I have a, a book. Herb Springer has one out and it goes through their line of bits and how they mm-hmm. work. And, uh, and I, I look at the book if I really need some information that way.
0: There you go. Very interesting.
1: Yeah. So change
0: one ingredient at a time. Right. Um, make sure that both the diameter and the width of the bit fit the horse. Correct. So that when you, You'd make sensible choices there. So that's right. three things to do bidding 101. Right. <laughs> fit the width, fit the diameter, and if you need to change because you don't think you've got the right piece for that particular horse, don't be changing it all at one time. Yeah. Right,
1: exactly. Cool. go slowly it's that's like you could say that for horses in general always change try to change one thing, one at, a thing at a time don't change all of the ingredients then you don't know what worked right.
0: <laughs> if you have flat pancakes yeah don't change everything just change one thing and right. then you'll know why you have fluffy pancakes exactly <laughs> <laughs> well once again wonderfully practical um sometimes the, you know the most most basic tips you go oh yeah that's right that's yeah, awesome thank exactly. you very much Reese. you're welcome anytime To listen to all of Reese's tips, just go to horsetipdaily.com and go to the Experts drop-down menu on the left. You can also go to Maple Crest Farm website and see what Reese and the gang are up to. Just go to maplecrestfarmky.com and see what they're doing over there in Georgetown, Kentucky. Don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horsetip Daily because they really do make these podcasts possible. Today's sponsor has been equestriancollections.com. Visit them today for a world of choices in equestrian shopping, and they deliver it right to your door. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like us to cover on the show. You can subscribe to all of the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zoom and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zoom, or MP3 player. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.